I state your name, pledge allegiance to the lips of the Rocky Horror Picture Show and to the decadence for which they sing one movie under Richard O'Brien on top of Patricia Quinn with sensual daydreams, erotic nightmares, and sins of the flesh for all. What you just heard was the Rocky Horror Oath, spoken at the beginning of every live showing of the film, The Rocky Horror Picture Show. In Bloomington, Rocky Horror is a Halloween tradition, and the Buskirk Chumley Theater hosts a viewing every year hosted by a local drag queen. I'm Christopher, uh, also known as Oriana Perón. Christopher was this year's host for the movie's pre-show, which includes a de-virginization ritual for first-time viewers. Um, I don't want to give away too much of what we do, because I'd like it to be a little bit of a surprise, Um, but they'll have to be making some very interesting noises on stage, and we'll get audience participation involved. Almost ten years ago, Christopher saw Rocky Horror live for the first time at the same theater, and remembers getting recognized on stage. I had just gotten into cosplay, and I came as Sailor Moon. I had just uh, left Colin's dorm's Halloween party, and then we went to Buskirk Chumley to see the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And they had their costume contest, and I went up on stage, and I won. The movie itself is celebrated for its openness to gender and sexual identity. The two main characters, straight-laced and newly engaged Brad Majors and Janet Weiss, arrive at a party thrown by the mad scientist Dr. Frankenfurter, a man who identifies as a sweet transvestite. They're just thrown into this this chaos of, of what it means to be gender fluid, sexually fluid, um, uh, just open-minded in, in a way that you you feel okay just expressing who you are, whether that's in costume or whether that's uh, through song or whether that's just through the frivolity of the party that's happening at the mansion. Uh, And it's this whirlwind where this couple is then open to the possibility that their idea of what they thought happiness was because of the social constructs that we as humans had created, they're now broken and they're now open to seeing what other possibilities lie ahead for them. I've tasted blood and I want more. More, more, more. I'll put up no resistance. I want to stay the distance. I've got an itch to scratch. I need assistance. Touch, 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 touch me. I want to be dirty. Fill me, chill me, fulfill me. So seeing a film that was so overtly sexual, so overtly um, oh, okay with the touching somebody else or seeing someone in their underwear or um, singing about sex or creating a sexual partner from the body parts that, you know, Rocky was created from. Um, It was shocking, uh, eye-opening, freeing. Rocky Horror just celebrated its 40th anniversary, and while it may not be Oscar-worthy, it's well-loved by fans, regardless of its quality. I mean, let's be honest, it's an awful film. <laughs> the The plot, it's, I mean, it's all terrible, but that's what makes it so wonderful. It's what makes it a cult camp classic. Um, and it, you know, you just get drawn into the filthiness of it all. And in Christopher's view, seeing Rocky Horror live makes the movie all the more special. You're sitting in a room filled with other people that feel the same way. They 
all are excited to see this show. They all love the ideas of what it brings. And it's straight people. It's cisgender. It's queer. It's everyone. I mean, it, they're all there. Was all I had to say. I want to come again and stay. For American Student Radio in Bloomington, I'm Sophia Salaby. That will mean I'm there.